Welcome to the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast, where each week we're joined by leaders of Guaranteed Irish member businesses to chat about how they sustain jobs, communities and provenance. Supported by FBD Insurance, Ireland's largest homegrown insurer. Support. It's what we do. Hi there, I'm Breed O'Connell and joining me today is Patrick Murphy, CEO of Codex, a business-to-business office supply store to discuss implementing sustainable initiatives, positive organisational culture and being a family business operating for over 40 years. You're very welcome. Thanks a million. Great to be on the show. Delighted to have you here. Now, the website for those who are listening are codex.ie. You're located in Dublin and you're currently employing about 85 people. Congratulations. A big amount of people and mortgages to keep over people's heads. So a huge business, really. Yeah, no, and we're going from strength to strength. Um, Obviously, it's been a tough few years, a tough few years from everyone in COVID, but uh, we bounced back really strong. Uh, 2022 was our best year ever. So we hit our highest sales number of uh, over 33 million. We've 18 vans out on the road every day servicing our customers around Ireland. And uh, yeah, we've upped even in the last couple of months, we're up to about 90 staff and we're hoping to employ another about 10 in the next 12 months. So yeah, things going well, really positive. And even the start to 2023 has been really, really strong. So delighted and great to see. Well done you. Now you came to the company in 2019 as managing director and uh, or CEO I should say and in terms of that you've obviously made a lot of changes so there's a lot of office supply companies out there. What's the secret sauce Patrick? I suppose there's a lot to it. I mean I've been in and out of the business since I was a teenager so Mm -hmm. I know the business really really well. A family business of course. Yeah family business in and out as I said since a teenager. I suppose I've I've learned my trade. I've done a number of jobs within it. I've driven a van. I've worked in the finance team. Uh, I suppose so it's a gradual progression for me and I suppose knowing that business inside out obviously stands to me taking on the role of CEO in 2019 and before that I was a director of operations so really got us stuck into that side of the business as well. So um, I suppose what would I put down success to if I was to summarize it three points I suppose it would be the people we have a fantastic team uh, we're, we're recognized as one of the great places to work in Ireland the last four years running and um, innovation we're always looking to improve we're always looking to be stay ahead of the curve um, and put a huge amount of time and resource into that I suppose finally it's that willingness to invest uh, it's a family-owned business my father business but he always had that long-term view of business a lot of our competitors at the moment you know are looking at things like cost coding they're looking at the short term whereas we've always taken the approach particularly over codex that we said look it might be a tough couple of years but let's hunker down let's continue to invest let's continue to work hard and when the world opened up and um, back to normal you that we'd be in it we were ready and we were well set up for it so that's really stood to us and um, so again i suppose that would be the three things that i would say would be fundamental to our continued success so in terms of the investment obviously online i'm guessing is one of the big areas and your people is there anything else or anything in particular that you really that really spurned on growth so that you're able to i suppose pounce on the opportunities as you said when people went back into the office again yeah, I mean, it does. It comes back to the. It really does come strongly back to the people, and I'm sh- I'm sure I'll repeat that again throughout the throughout mm. the podcast. We're just a fantastic team, but it's that I suppose freshness. Since I've taken on over in 2019, we brought on 14 new members to the senior management team or the wider management team, Brilliant. and we created eight new roles. So I suppose. 
when I took on a CEO in 2019, I was keen to put my own stamp on it, keen to, you know, create a team that were um, aligned to my values and that, you know, had the same ambition that I did. So, um, you know, we brought that freshness, a lot of obviously internal promotions and stuff included in that. So, you know, you're bringing people on board, which you're not just bringing in new fresh faces, but new people even internally and promoting them to look at things in new ways. So, um, you know, that's, I suppose the people piece has been really, really fantastic for us. That's supported by some of the other things that we're doing to continue to invest. Like we've invested two million in systems and applications. You know, we've completely modernized the work or how we work. Um, we've brought in, we've invested in our workplace. We've invested over a million euro on our workplace to make it fit for purpose in how we want to work as a business in, in I suppose, 2023 and beyond. Um, and brought in things like flexible work policy in the last, uh, since the pandemic, we brought it in formally now. So, you know, we're embracing all the new way of working. And I think it's just been that great blend of me appreciating, you know, how well the business has been run over the last 44 years. And then me obviously trying to bring it forward in the way I see business should be run and operated. So great. it's been really, so really great. A real blend of the old with the new yes. and keeping the values running through it. I like that and the investment in the people. In terms of changes you would have experienced during COVID, they must have been vast with offices closing down. How did you manage that? Or did sales boom through home supplies? Yeah, you know, it was tough. I mean, it was tough for everyone. Um, and the numbers did, I suppose, the thing I was proud of around around COVID was we kept everyone employed, we kept everyone on the payroll. And I suppose we kept working on that, you know, the plans for when we came out of COVID that we would be strong and we would be ready for them. How did we adapt? Yeah, we scrambled, we scrambled like everyone did. But I think, you know, the, the I think the, the how well we did is reflected in the numbers. Yeah, fine, we dropped down from 30 million in 2019 down to 28 million and 25 million in 2021. But we bounced back last year up to 33 million, which is our strongest sales by, I suppose, just the kind of adapting to the adapting to the environment that was there, adapting to things like working for home, adapting to our products and services that we sold. And, you know, I suppose we limited the impact of COVID, which obviously decimated the economy. So I think we did a fantastic job. And it's a testament to the team that in place that we kept the numbers that strong, considering obviously the impact in the economy. Quite remarkable, actually. Yeah. And was there a desire for new products since the market opened up then or for with the combination of working from home and the home and the workplace? Um, what What's new out in the product uh, product line out there? Yeah, well, I, I always like to take Codex uh, as an example of a business. Um, you know, if we're making significant changes to, the, to obviously consider how other businesses are doing and we do a lot of market research as well, asking our customers what they want and what they're looking for from products and services. As you'd expect, I suppose, working from home, obviously that change, the increase, the reduce in paper-based product, which is a huge uh, a huge part of what we have historically done so reducing down the use of paper and increasing the use of technology and um, i think furniture has been a big uh, area for growth from us um, and there's obviously the working from home making sure that everyone's set up in the right way um, and you know we've done a lot of home projects where we've even done the ergonomic assessments and that's attached to that to make sure staff are being as well looked after at home as they are being looked after in the office big one as well is is and taken from what we've done is is how companies are setting up the office we're seeing a lot of opportunity in that you know moving away from that traditional style of where you're just coming in to you know to just sit in isolation at your booth and, and not interact with other staff so we're seeing a lot of people embracing that kind of concept of setting offices up for innovation for collaboration and doing it in a meaningful way um 
you know we've our company days now every quarter where we get everyone in and you can just because we've we've set the office up to and we've we've i suppose send that given that message to staff that that's what we want when you see it in operation it's just fantastic when you just see that buzz around for people when you see people over in the corner using a booth for having a tea or a coffee or just an informal catch-up it's fantastic to see and i suppose that's where we'd see is maybe the modern office going so huge diversification internally as well as externally which is really interesting and i suppose during that time have your customers then started to engage differently as well yeah they definitely have i mean um, we, we would like to think we're, we're trying to engage with more with them to get i suppose to validate any new products and services that we do we're doing a lot more market research than we would have in the past um you know even from a marketing team that's that's part of what we're asking our team to do is is to sense check where the marketplace is in general so i, I mean and i think we've a lot more businesses coming to us for maybe steer to steer us in the direction mm-hmm. you know things like okay what would you recommend for products around working from home you know people i suppose maybe not as sure of where the workplace is going where work from home where off how to lay out offices so we're seeing maybe a lot more engagement for our customers asking us for i suppose a steer our guidance around that so that has changed a little bit so with all this success you've clearly put a lot of time and effort and energy into developing a company culture within Codex. Uh, tell us how you went about that as a new CEO coming in then you're hit with covid how did you manage to create that and hold it and grow it I think that one comes back to trust and just seeing obviously guaranteed irish and looking at the website before i came here that's a you know all over your website about building that trust in the marketplace and building trust uh with your members i, I think that was one of the things that i set out as a ceo in 2019 to consciously work on that concept of trust with staff to get them on board and what we're doing to get them engaged i think doing that in different ways through open and honest communication getting them more involved in in projects and showing them i suppose when things went well and importantly at times when things don't go well that you're kind of just being honest with that feedback and so i suppose that they know that they can obviously trust completely in what you're doing and the the way in which you're running the business and that's not an easy transition so there must have been some challenges there how do you override those and just still continue to plow on to grow the business yeah it can be i i think you know in in 2020 we we went to work built on on our core values we reviewed them as i said we had a lot of new team coming into the company so we set about uh, trying to involve more and more within the team about building our values out um and i think to me uh, the work we did that was fantastic and i think that we got even to the point where we asked our staff to to nominate two of the five values that we put forward for our five values from our company i think you know whenever i'm challenged and i have a decision where i'm I'm not quite sure how to handle it i always go back to them core five values and i see where it fits within it and, and it does you know it actually it, it, it gets better results than you think as mm. in um i i suppose and i've i've used it to find to guide many difficult decisions particularly around covid particularly knowing what the right thing to do yeah. and then you go back to your values and you say okay i want to you know i want to approach this with integrity i want to approach this with customer first and, and you just say look okay this might not be the best for the overall profitability of the company but it's the right thing overall and aligned with our values and aligned with our long-term plan. i agree with you those exercises are great to do and to implement them then and stick to them not always easy no it's but not. always good in the long run and i thought it's the long run what two values came from the staff actually as a matter of interest uh, there was the sense of belonging and uh, ambition i think came from from the staff as well so um 
So I suppose building career paths then was really important for the people within the company, that opportunities to grow. Yeah, sure. And uh, I suppose jumping around a little bit, but uh, one of the best ways that we actually have to, that we've found of, of, of gaining that trust with staff is we have, we're partnered with a great place to work and we, we put huge, that's our, I suppose our partners in obviously in, in how we track and measure our trust. But we also do quarterly company surveys. Out of the quality surveys, we generally take, pick a topic for the month in which we engage with staff on and work with them on that particular topic. So, on for example, this quarter was that we talked about personal development because out of one of the surveys, it said that only 62% of our staff feel that they could f- spend their whole career with us. So we said, as in, okay, well, 62% is very good. Yeah. As a business, we're looking to be achieving 80, 90% in, in, in any area in trust. So we acknowledged that. We said to staff, as in, we told them the feedback that that's what we got. And this month, this quarter that we did a number of training and a number of sessions around around career development and said, look, we want to talk about this. We want to engage you and we want to do training on it. And, you know, I suppose it's having that open and honest culture within the company that we can talk about any topic, good or bad. Okay, so right now we're just going to take a quick break to hear from some of our members. Guaranteed Irish members continue to support jobs and communities across Ireland. The security landscape is constantly evolving from the surge of remote work to cyber criminals looking to target new victims. Introducing Nostra Cloud Shield, a multi-layer anywhere protection approach from Microsoft 365, so you can concentrate on your business knowing you have comprehensive protection in place. Say goodbye to data breaches and hello to peace of mind. Nostra, simplify your IT. Guaranteed Irish, altogether better. Um, in turn... In terms of maintaining a positive organizational culture, getting to it is one thing, but to keep it and and maintain it, what do you do then to keep people? Because people want to get in, I suppose, a thank you or, you know, it's not enough. You need to keep adding on. How do you manage that as an employer? Because obviously there's only so much in the kitty. And how do you keep, uh, I suppose, that morale and that um, sense of belonging within the company? I think that quarterly that quarterly survey and on us having a team each quarter based on the results of any of the surveys or feedback that we get, I think that's really, really key. I think as well working your values and working how you want to work into as much in, into I suppose the DNA of the business, be it in your in how you set your objectives and how you set your department and individual company objectives, your department objectives, your individual objectives. Um just I suppose in everything that we do, every comms that I would give a monthly and a quarterly comms and our management team would give comms and their department and it's all it's all always centered around the values and going back to that so it's the constant the constant reaffirmation about that this is important to us and that you know I think the more that you communicate it the, your values and how you're actioning around them I think the more genuine it becomes and the more trust that you get in staff and what agree. you're doing so great and congratulations on and, and you and the team in embracing change and being open to new ideas and I noticed that you've achieved a number of ISO standards in your companies you four actually um, recently tell us a little bit about how much more they've made the company improve efficiently and cost reduction wise yeah so uh, the we start by i suppose we go for iso standards that are that, that in areas that we're passionate about so the four is without i suppose getting into the technical aspect of it there are four standards that are really important to the business which is customer experience uh, sustainability health and safety and it security so they're really key areas mm, for us so there's so. a natural buy-in from from mm. all the staff and what we do around them and um, to me i suppose it's it's a framework for us to always look to continually improve um, and I suppose the support that you get behind doing that um, and to me from a, I suppose how you justify it, it it's it's starting it's putting processes and metrics around 
you know areas of the business that you mightn't otherwise do and i think it gives you a great framework for doing that i suppose our commitment to that and, and our commitment is anything as a business that we do we do it well and our commitment to that for i suppose a company with 90 staff we've actually somebody dedicated full-time to continuous improvement within the company which i suppose shows that you know if we're doing something we do it well so we've somebody who, who full-time manages continuous improvement and then iso accreditations within the business that's brilliant and i notice as well sustainability like ourselves very important to codex talk to us a little bit about the approach that you've taken in your tenure as ceo to driving sustainability particularly around your csr initiatives yeah i suppose just maybe breaking it up into two two different points um the sustainability and the csr um sustainability well i suppose both it's doing them that you're open and transparent in how your approach to it um from uh Sorry, from a sustainability point of view, uh, we're a member of Planet Mark, which uh, we signed up in 2020, which is a commitment to reduce your carbon footprint by 5% each year. Delighted about that and that we actually reduced in 2020, we reduced our carbon footprint by around 10.5%, which is again is in how we like to approach things. You're putting measurements on things, you're, you're making things real, you're making things that you can show the impact of what we're doing and give that feedback back to our staff and customers. So uh, we've managed the environmental impact really well through that, through that partnership with PlanetMark. Um, from, I suppose, the CSR and just sense of um, CSR and how we approach that. You know, last year we would have we would have contributed 22 million worth of products and services into the Irish economy, which is obviously good for anyone listening from a guaranteed Irish point of view. Um, and we would have donated over 50,000 euro to charitable contribution really? in charitable Brilliant. contributions. But I think for me this year, our focus that little bit more is getting more engaged with our different charity partners in it, in it and you know we don't necessarily just want to give a check to them we yeah. want to get more involved and in finding things that we're passionate about that the management team are passionate about the staff are passionate about so you know as opposed to just giving a check to charity partner like our partners like say dcu access to the work program mm. you know we've an intern coming on and again to give that time and support part of that and um, as i am we're working with a uh, irish autism um charity Again, it wasn't that we're just we're getting involved in their events and like, you know, one of our team put a charity ball on and we supported that. So it's actually just that difference between giving a check, I suppose, and getting more involved, which is which is personally, that's something that I put down to myself to really understand a little bit more, particularly, you know, on both the environment and on our CSR. You know even things to have open and honest conversations around you know our impact on the environment and to understand that okay yes you know a lot of the stuff products that we sell do end up in the landfill let's work on solutions to that let's be open and honest about that and then let's say okay let's work on how we can manage solutions to do it so it could be around technology or a more recent thing that we've done is with charity retail ireland we've found some partners that for example when we do a furniture fit out job and we get furniture coming back that again mm. we can upcycle that to different charities around ireland so i think Brilliant, you, you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't find solutions like that outside the box unless you were having that open conversation around how we were acting or how our business runs and operates so i think it's just that that kind of approach yeah i really like that because so much stuff has been wasted yeah. and so many good homes for it so patrick uh not uh you've a few years under your belt now as ceo and definitely the business has changed it's moved up a notch and you're completely committed to um uh, the sustainability agenda i assume you actually source uh, your supply chain and you try and get as many of them that are as possible in irish first of all but also 
adhering to sustainability rules themselves. Are you creating the change by demanding that from your supply chain? Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, <coughs> I suppose that's part of our approach to ISO is in you challenge your partners, you challenge your supply chain on it. Um, to your point, and obviously we do, obviously our first preference as a local family-owned business is to buy in the Irish economy. Uh, as I alluded to earlier, we, we, we spent 22 million on products and services in the Irish market last year, which I suppose backs up, obviously, our commitment to that. So, um, yeah, but uh, part of our ISO, we would obviously audit all our vendors and ensure that they're aligned in all the different areas that we are passionate about. So, and sustainability is one of them. Well, that's brilliant. Um, I have to say you're in full steam ahead. I feel you're uh, uh, you're only starting uh, in terms of the growth phase. So what's the big overall um, plan in 10 years time, Patrick Murphy, CEO of Codex? Oh, look, we'll just look to this year, I suppose, <laughs> without looking into the 10 year plan. Look, I'm really excited, uh, really excited about 2023. Just there's a lot of hard work on behind the scenes with the team. Uh, fantastic team we're looking to push towards 40 million worth of sales this year and um, we're recruiting for 10 new roles we're looking like environmental initiatives like open their uh, electric fleet um so there's just there's so much exciting things going on it's hard to put to uh, i suppose to put down in words but it's it's yeah it's onwards and upwards i suppose well well done and thank you so much for joining me patrick today Thanks, Amelia. If you want to learn more about Codex's products and services, we will leave a link to their website in the show notes. Thank you as always for listening and don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you are listening to your podcast today. The Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast, sponsored by FBD Insurance, Ireland's largest homegrown insurer. Support. It's what we do.